Welcome to Prop Chat. We are here to talk about property, the ups, the downs, and how you can get started in property investing. And now, here's your host, Dave McGlashan. Hello and welcome back to Prop Chat. First and foremost, apologies for the brief hiatus we took over there. We, we got a little busy, um, but what we're doing is getting straight back into podcasting by giving you some of our recorded content, some of our live webinars that we've been doing. Um, so there's a nice big backlog for you guys to work through. I uh, really hope you enjoy it. If you want to catch these live, it happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 o'clock on our Facebook page. You're welcome to join us. Otherwise, the recordings will always come up over here on the podcast, so you're welcome to catch up here. Okay, afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Andrew Walker, and I'm the co-founder of the SA Property Investors Network. Now, I know some of you were already on the webinar on Tuesday and Thursday. Just to explain for the new people on this call on Facebook that at the SA Property Investors Network, we will be giving you live updates every single week with regards to COVID-19 and how that's going to affect you as a landlord or a tenant. Now, most importantly, ladies and gents, there is a link, jointsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. It is free to join. And on this page, we'll be giving you all the relevant information you need as in how will COVID-19 affect you as a property investor. And on there, you'll be able to access the the the, um, the report done by Michelle Dickens and Sol Stain, the Rent Recovery Pack. So please access that today. Another important thing, ladies and gents, is I want you to share this post with as many people as you can on Facebook. And let us know now in the comments. Everyone, go to your comment box and let us know where you are in the country. Like you, I'm at home. I'm here in Edenvale, Johannesburg. Let us know, are you Durban-based, Joe Big-based, Cape Town-based, Mapumalanga? Let us know where you are right now and, and tell us how is, how is COVID-19 affecting you as a landlord or a tenant? I want you to comment and I want you to share this with as many people as possible because it's very important that we all understand as South Africans, how is COVID-19 affecting you as a property investor or perhaps even as a tenant? So go to joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. My team will be posting a link right now for you in Facebook. So click on it, it's free to join. And a very important thing on that page is the difference between fake news and real news. I'm sure some of you have already seen the paperwork going around where it's stating that landlords should not be collecting rent for a three month period. That is absolutely fake news. You'll see on my website now, if you go to jointsappen.com forward slash COVID-19, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. The other important thing is we've already started collecting a whole range of different questions by you, our members, in terms of, can you still collect your rent? Are you allowed to do inspections? What happens if it's a serious leak in the property? We've already started compiling a, a frequently Q&A session, section for you. And all these webinars, including this Facebook Live broadcast, it is being recorded. So you can watch the replay. All you have to do is share the link with your friends, and you can watch this in your own time over the weekend, next week, and we'll continuously be working with the professional property practitioners around South Africa to make sure that you know what is real news, what is fake news, and how COVID-19 will be affecting you. Now, ladies and gents, um, I do have Michelle Dickens from TPN on the on the line with me, as well as Solnerstein from SSLR Attorneys. Um, and I got a message from Solnerstein this morning saying, Andrew, yes, I have received an update with regards to uh, evictions and how to evict tenants and business days. I was talking to Michelle Dickens about the 20 business days and is it, accu- is, is, it early, uh, is it actually accurate? Michelle Dickens wants to clear up and clarify when we start talking about 20 business days. What is a 20 business days? Because we're in a lockdown, right? 
So are those 20 business days? And there's a lot of, a lot of um, questions coming through. Now, as we do this, I will be checking my phone. My team's going to be updating me. So if you have any specific questions for Michelle Dickens or Silna Stain during this live broadcast, please make sure you tag Michelle Swart or put a question in there. Michelle and my team will send me the questions to my phone and we can answer some of those questions live. So I think, Silna, if we start with yourself, just a quick 20-second introduction to who you are for the new people on this call, and then give us the update with regards to what's happening with the evictions. Brilliant. Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you said we must comment and say where we are and what we're doing. So um, I'm Silna Stein. I'm in my house in Rodeport, happily Good. locked in. I must say it was such an eerie feeling yesterday to close my front door and lock it, and I'm like, Okay, you're going to stay closed for 21 days. That's quite something. Hey? <laughs> Absolutely. So happy day one to everybody. Um, all right, so I'm Silna Stein. I'm the managing director of SSLR Incorporated. SSLR is a property law specialist firm. So this is what we do for a living. Um, any, anything property related, but always with, an, with a severe focus on rental law. And especially evictions, rental recoveries, uh, lease agreements. We are the drafting attorneys of the TPN leaseback lease, which is obviously why um, Michelle and I can work closely together to bring solutions like the rent recovery pack um, in times of need like this. Alrighty, so on evictions, that well, that wasn't even almost 20 seconds, but that's how no, I that do was, it. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I will never stick to a time limit. <laughs> All right, so when it comes to evictions, we did receive a directive from the Minister of Justice, which specifically puts a hold on evictions. So okay. I will read it to you. Um, all evictions and execution of attachment orders, both movable and immovable, including the removal of movable assets and sales in execution is suspended with immediate effect for the duration of lockdown. So this is very important. There is no suspension on rental payments. There is a suspension on evictions as well as execution against movable property. But it's only for the duration of lockdown, not for the full state of disaster. So I'm going to have to clarify that a little before I continue my explanation of that. The, yes. na the national state of disaster is done in terms of the National Disaster Management Act. What that says is once the state declares a national state of disaster, it will last for a period of three months, so it will automatically lapse after three months, or the minister can it, um, uplift or terminate the state of disaster sooner, or it can be extended for a further period. So what, why this is relevant is the period of lockdown and the period of national state of disaster are two completely separate things. Obviously, the one is as a result of the other, yeah. but it's not the same thing. So evictions and execution on movable items is only suspended during lockdown, which makes sense, guys, because let's, you know, nothing's going to happen. Right? The sheriff is also locked down. The sheriff may only attend to extremely urgent things, which is very important. Our courts have to stay open and the sheriff must then function 
but only on very important things. Mukhwen Mukhwen, our Chief Justice, said the courts must remain open specifically to maintain our rule of law and our separation of powers. So the reason why our courts remain open is either for extremely urgent things um, that involve children or domestic violence type things. So that's very important. But also it's open because you need a, the courts to oversee the national state of disaster regulations. So say the state comes in and says, okay, cool, um, as part of the national state of disaster declaration, everybody will from today be required to wear an orange hat. Okay, that is a weird, unnecessary thing. We need courts to to go and review the directives that's coming from, from government so we don't run into a situation where the government can do whatever they want to do. We always need judicial oversight. So with that in mind, they have to clarify which type of actions can proceed and which type of orders may be granted. Evictions and execution against movable items as well as immovable items are placed on hold for the lockdown period. Okay, and Silna, the lockdown period, as we know, we're on day one of 21 days. And obviously, if we get to day 18 and things have gotten worse, this lockdown could be extended by another 21 days, right? So I'm assuming they'll probably just carry that forward another 21 days or so. You know what, Andrew? Um, I almost don't even want to comment on that for the moment, simply because we don't know yet. So sure. if there is an extension, we don't know if it will be for another 21 days. We don't know. Um, there will be other regulations that has to come out of this time period. So, because there's so many things that's relevant in all of this. So exactly. after 21 days, if we do extend, I do suspect that there will be new regulations dealing with the further period if there is a further period. Absolutely. And and like we were saying on Tuesday, Solna, we don't know what's going to happen in, in tomorrow, five days, 10 days, 20 days. So we can only cross that bridge when it comes, right? We can only deal with the facts that we have today. And that is a fact that, uh, that you've got. So thank you so much, Silna. Um, what I want to do now, so Silna, what, what I want to do now is I'm going to pass over to Michelle Dickens from the Tenor Profile Network, Michelle. Now, before this call, ladies and gents, I was having a chat to Michelle about, you know, what's the post office doing with, with letter of demands, the whole 20 business days. So I think, Michelle... Again, a quick introduction for the new people on this call. And just before we do go to uh, Michelle Dickens, ladies and gents, if you've just joined this call, remember to go to www.jointsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. We will, we will be posting the links live on Facebook now. It won't cost you anything. What it will give you, though, is a lot of information with regards to how COVID-19 is affecting you as a property investor. We've got all our webinars with regards to what we're talking about now and from Tuesday, 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock, and we will keep putting all our webinars onto that page, as well as compiling a list of frequently asked questions and answers, as well as having a fake section and a real section, because as you know, there's lots of fake news going around, ladies and gents. That link again, joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. Go there now um, and remember to comment. Let us know right now, ladies and gents, are you worried about COVID-19? Are you currently being affected by COVID-19 with regards to maybe you've got tenants in a property, you're struggling, you've got a question for Silna Michelle or myself, if you've got a question, post it now. Let us know. Share this 
with as many people that you know that are in the property industry that may be getting affected. You see, the more knowledge you can get right now or updates communication, the easier it will be for you to get through this because we're all in this together. So please share the link now and go to our web page. Uh, Michelle Dickens, so if you could maybe just introduce yourself very quickly for the new people um, on this call, and then let's jump straight into the conversation we were having about 20 business days. Over to you. you. Thanks, Andrew. So um, if you don't know me, my name is Michelle. How's it, guys? From uh, TPN, I'm the managing director, uh, co-founder. TPN is a credit bureau specializing in the property market. Uh, We collect data on um, tenants, where they rent, how much they rent for, and importantly, how they pay their rent on a monthly basis. So this is key critical. Um, COVID-19 and how leases are being affected is key critical to the data that we collect. Um, and to our thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, clients around the country, be you a landlord or a property manager. So new news that we've had in the last uh, couple of days, um, two um, uh, communications, one from the post office and the second from the national credit regulator. I'm going to start with the national credit regulator where we were given a directive to state that there is a suspension on business days. So as you know, business days um, is any day uh, except a Saturday or Sunday or public holiday. The National Credit Regulators come out to say the business days have been suspended for the period of the lockdown. Um, as Sona says, that lockdown is the 21 days uh, starting today until the 16th of April. It affects TPN members um, in two ways. Um, there are many other ways that it affects um, credit providers, but I'm going to speak about the two immediate ways um, that are going to affect TPN members. The first is in terms of disputes that are loaded on the on the system. So where a consumer, a tenant, disputes the information on the credit bureau relating to the accuracy of data as it relates to them, the consumer, they have a right to log that dispute on the credit bureau. And that's across all bureaus, not just, uh, not just TPN. The consumer's data is then masked on their credit profile for a period of 20 business days. And during that period, the bureau will not display the information under dispute. That means that gives us enough time then to contact the supplier of the information, in this case, the landlord or the estate agent, to share with us their credible evidence supporting uh, that default that's been listed on their credit profile. Uh, Once we receive um, the support, the the, the credible evidence supporting the listing, we will make a finding as to the accuracy of that data and we will then go and relist the data on the consumer, re-tenant's credit profile, Um, Or if we find against the estate agent or the landlord, we will remove that information permanently from the um, consumer tenant's credit profile. During this lockdown period, however, those 20 business days are suspended and we will only recommence um, counting those days um, come the 17th of April, should it be extended or or, or shortened from that that period. Then when it comes to um, um, sending out letter of demands, letter of demands have 20 business days um, attached to them in two ways. The first way is in terms of the number of days it takes um, for the tenants in order to remedy their breach before the lease is cancelled. And here we refer to the 20 business days in terms of the Consumer Protection Act. The second 20 business days is in terms of the number of days required to give the tenant notice of the intention to load a default on their credit profile. And here we refer to the national credit. So where it comes to sending out a letter of demand, 
and um, 20 business days needs to be provided to the consumer before a default can be loaded on their credit bureau, on their credit profile, these are the 20 business days that the National Credit Regulator slash the National Credit Act is impacted on. And here again, we're suspending. So if you've sent out a letter of demand, um, the 20 business days required before you can load a default on a consumer retenant's credit profile will be counted as Saturday, uh, not to include Saturdays, Sundays, public holidays, or the period under lockdown. So if a letter of demand was sent a week ago already, preceding the lockdown, we can only start recounting the business days once the lockdown has been lifted. In terms of the post office, the post office has sent out a communication to say that the post office does remain open. It is an essential service, but it is not an essential service for normal postal delivery. So no normal sorting of post um, will happen during this lockdown period, which means that um, the 20 business days in terms of how much time do I need to give the tenant before I can cancel the lease is now debatable as to when those 20 business days count. So I'm going to take a step back first and I'm going to refer to because TPN and SSLR have drafted um, the, the, the lease pack. In the lease agreement, in the lease pack, the domicile address is referred to as um, or can include an email address. So where a um, letter of demand has been sent and that includes an email address, at the moment, there's nothing to stop the days from counting in terms of the Consumer Protection Act. That may change. That may change um, and we may get notification or directive to say that that has changed. Um, in terms of if your lease agreement, you don't use a TPN lease agreement or an SSLR um, TPN lease pack uh, lease agreement, and or you don't include the email address as part of the domicile address, um, then in terms of the letters of demand that you're sending out at the moment, you are restricted to what those letter of what those business days may be determined to be, and that might change in the next 21 days. But our suggestion is to continue to send out your letter of demand as you need to in the ordinary course of day when collections become necessary. Because once the lockdown is lifted, you want to immediately not be in a backlog. You want to be immediately in a position where you can continue your collection process. Solna, have you got anything to add to that? Did I miss anything? No, that was perfect. The only thing I can add, Michelle, we've had, actually we've, uh, we just had this conversation on the firm's WhatsApp group um, and one of our attorneys had to cancel a lease agreement today. So the 20 business days ran out and today was cancellation day. So we've had this whole con conversation on the firm group about do we cancel and what do we demand? Do we demand that they vacate immediately? So the decision we took was that we're going to cancel the, the lease agreement. We're going to say that the agreement is cancelled with immediate effect placing the person already in illegal occupation. So this is an important distinction here because they're already in illegal occupation, but we can't demand that they vacate immediately because they're not allowed to vacate right now. So we've cancelled with immediate effect. We, they are already in illegal occupation and we've recorded it as, as such in the cancellation letter. But our demand is you need to vacate as soon as legislation or the uh, national state of disaster lockdown has been uplifted 
and you are allowed to move again. So it's not a standard cancellation letter right now, and I don't think we're running in standard anything right now. So we've rephrased the cancellation letter to allow us then to commence the eviction as soon as the, uh, the lockdown is uplifted. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, Silna. Um, I'm actually getting a whole load of questions coming through. Um, and I can see that there are some new people joining as we do this live. So just a reminder for those people, um, if you've just joined us, remember to go to www.joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19, where you're going to get a replay. So if you missed the first half of this webinar, don't worry, register for free, and you can watch this webinar again later, as many times as you want, as well as all the other webinars we've done. There's a question from, are we allowed to give advice to tenants as well? My answer to that is even for your tenants, give them access to the, to the COVID-19 page for free, let them look at what real news is, fake news, because it happened again, Silna, today. Not one of my tenants, a colleague of mine sent them that, 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 uh, that fake news about the landlords not paying, right? That thing's going to circulate. So for all landlords, post that. Let us know if it's fake news. We will, if you think it's fake news, we will clarify with the property practitioners and let you know. So the answer to that is whether your tenants you're an accidental landlord, you're a property investor growing a property portfolio, you need to go to joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. So this, this next question, and you must decide, Silna or Michelle, if you want to take it, very similar to the question we had on Tuesday. I'm just going to read it as it's been posted. I have a tenant that is due to move in on the 1st of April, no longer possible. Their preference now is to only take occupation on the 1st of May 2020. It makes sense. Is the landlord entitled to charge rental from the 16th of April, which is after lockdown, to the 30th of April? Can that be done or not? Or is that a negotiation Michelle, between the landlord tenants? Michelle, <laughs> you, answered this, you answered this one so beautifully the other time. I'm going to leave it in your hands and just listen and <laughs> nod. Right. Okay, so if a tenant's in occupation at the moment... Um, and um, obviously the landlord is entitled to rent during the period that the, the, the landlord with the tenant is currently in occupation. The landlord is entitled to rent for the period that the tenant remains in the property. And um, the lease is extended on a month to month basis. So it's extended on the same terms and conditions as the lease that's already in place on a month to month basis which means that the landlord is actually entitled to rent for the calendar month of, um, of April. If, however, and let's talk about this question from a different angle. If, however, a landlord had um, a property um, that the tenant was due to move into on the yes. 1st of April. That's the and question. The tenant, and the tenant was unable to move into that property um, from the 1st of April. The landlord is not entitled to charge rent for the period that he's unable to provide the property to the tenant. And therefore, the tenant can only take occupation from the 17th of April or the time in which the lockdown is, um, is over. Um, in, at which point, the landlord is entitled to rent from that date, not from the date that the tenant decides he would prefer to take occupation from. The landlord is entitled to rent from the 17th of April, April when lockdown has been um, has ended. Okay, fantastic. I think that I think that clears it up nicely for us. Thank you, Michelle. Um, a question regarding your rent recovery documents. So obviously you put it together. Um, uh, I'll ask you the question, but again, Michelle, 
Uh, for the people that are new to this and meeting you, myself, for the first time on Facebook Live, just explain why you put the pack together. The question was a very basic question about, look, they love. The, there's a landlord here that loves the pack that you've got. Um, obviously, they can't go sign anything with the tenant. How do they sign this thing online? Is there like e-sign or what was your plan around that? Just wants to know that. Right, so the rental recovery um, pack was um, um, created with SSLR and one of our other attorneys on our panel, Fuller Mayor Morrison. Fuller Mayor Morrison deal with the commercial um, uh, tenants and yeah. SSLR with the residential tenants. The pack was designed specifically because so many tenants' income is at risk. So as of today, those documents have been downloaded over 10,000 times. Um, and yes. they've been down 10,000 and they've been downloaded across the board by state agents, by landlords and by tenants. So tenants have called in and said, our income is at risk. How do we present this to our landlords from our TPM members? And that's the point. The, the documents are free to use and you do not have to be a TPN or SSLR uh, a member um, in, order to, in order to access them. So the idea around the documents is that uh, the tenant um, signs an income declaration document to say that my income's at risk, either in full or in part. And it's at risk because I've been retrenched, I've been put on temporary unpaid leave, my hours are reduced, I'm earning commission, there's no commission to earn, whatever the case is. The tenant can then present that to their landlord and say, these are the reasons that, or this is the reason that my um, income is at risk. Can I, with the landlord, then enter, please enter into a deposit utilization agreement or a deferment of rent agreement? The landlord yep. can then choose to say, yes, I accept your incomes um, at risk and therefore let's do the deposit utilization agreement. In this agreement, the parties agree that the deposit that the landlord holds will be used as rent instead of, um, uh, for the period of, of April, in full or in part, depending on how much um, um, needs to be applied. The tenant, though, does accept and agree that they will uh, reinstate the deposit in installment payments once the state of disaster has been lifted. Alternatively, the tenant and landlord can agree that the, um, the tenant will enter into a deferment of rent agreement, either in full or in part, and once the state of disaster has been lifted, that the tenant will, re will repay the deferred rent in installment repayments uh, to the landlord. I absolutely accept and agree that in certain circumstances, the tenant is not going to have access to a printer and a scanner and be able to print and scan and, and return these documents. But you can um, send the document electronically to the tenant. The tenant can then electronically agree to the terms of those, um, of those um, conditions um, and enter into those in a, for example, email correspondence. Um, Solna, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, I agree with you, Michelle. The thing is, in normal law, I would say, oh, my greatness, no, you need to print it, you need to sign it, you need to scan it and send it back. Guys, what we need to appreciate is right now, nothing is normal. Nothing is normal. So the, also as, as part of the pack, nothing that we've done in the pack is based on things that we've seen before we've never been in a situation where a virus is attacking the world we've never been in a position where we are in lockdown for 21 days so there is no specific rental law or laws around but how do you sign electronically now while you are in lockdown the law just didn't think this is going to happen so we do not have anything 
clear, but what you need to appreciate is exactly what Michelle said. The intention of the parties must be clear. And after all of this is done, and the parties can clearly show that this is what they've agreed to, this was the intention of the parties, the courts will have to accept it the way it is. And I promise yep. you that the courts will. So keep it in writing. Don't don't try and get this done on a WhatsApp voice note. That's not going to fly. Yeah. Um, keep it to so, email. Exactly. Stick to email. Stick to writing. Even if somebody can print but they can't scan, sign and send a photo. Be creative because there aren't question answers. That's 100% answers at this stage. We're going to have to make work with, with what we have. Exactly. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Silna. Um, Silna, this next question is for you. It's just come in. It's fresh. This is from a tenant, not a landlord, okay? So, and just for the people that are joining again, I can see a, a few messages here. A few people have just joined us. If you've missed this webinar, because we are getting towards the end of it, there's a couple more questions. Remember to go to www.joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. We'll post the link on there. Um, and let us know on Facebook as well in the comment section. Let us know where you live, how COVID-19 is affecting you. If there's any specific subject that you want us to cover. Remember, at the SA Property Investors Network, we work with property practitioners across South Africa and have members that own portfolios, big and small, across South Africa. We will be able to answer all of your questions, but you need to ask us. The great thing for you is when you go to joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19, log in for free, you will see fake news, real news. Um, all these webinars we are recording. So if you miss Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, or if you missed most of this, don't worry, register now for free and you can watch this replay afterwards. So Silna, um, this message here says, our landlord has given us notice to move before the expiration of our current lease. However, we have not yet secured a new place yet. And now with this lockdown, this doesn't help as we weren't able to view any places. The letting agent is still demanding. We leave at the end of April. But what happens if we still can't find a suitable place and if this lockdown continues beyond 21 days? We'll we feel uncomfortable with the ask by our landlord and our letting agents. What is our recourse? Oh, wow. That's, a, that's, a, um, that's actually like a little bouquet of questions. There's actually a bunch <laughs> of questions. A... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever used the term bouquet of questions, but there it is. <laughs> so there the first go. question is, is a landlord entitled to cancel the lease agreement? Uh, yes, but now, uh, uh, theoretically, I would like to ask a few questions back before I answer. So I'll ask my okay. own questions, answer, and then answer accordingly. All right. So Perfect. first question, can a landlord cancel a lease agreement? If it's a residential property, then the Rental Housing Act applies. And Section 45C of the Rental Housing Act specifically says, that a landlord may cancel a lease agreement on two conditions. One, it the reason for the cancellation must be reasonable and must not constitute an unfair practice. So specifically in the lease back lease, we deal with that under clause 20 and we allow the landlord to cancel the lease agreement only on two, uh, in two situations, where he wants to take occupation of the premises or where he wants to sell the premises. This is not in contrast to the principle of Hirgot Verkoop. Actually, quite to the contrary, it is legislated that a landlord is allowed to cancel. 
So we just limit it to two situations, just to ensure that our users of the lease bug doesn't accidentally do something and cancel for a reason that constitutes an unfair practice. So that's the first question. If it's a commercial property, Rental Housing Act doesn't apply, and definitely the landlord can cancel. The second requirement is it must be dealt with in the lease agreement. So if the lease agreement doesn't allow the landlord to cancel, he can't cancel in terms of Section 45C. So if the lease agreement allows for this, like we do in the lease back, yes, totally the landlord can cancel. Now I get to the second part of the question. Let's say for argument's sake, in this particular case, the lease agreement did allow for this, and the landlord is cancelling for a reason that does not constitute an unfair practice. So he doesn't just want to increase the rent or whatever, it's for an actual reason like he wants to sell or take occupation. Yep. In that case, cancellation, even like I explained earlier um, on cancellation in terms of bridge and then cancellation, if we cancel now, Brilliant, the person might be in illegal occupation, but he can't move. So the first part of the answer is, if the cancellation is now in the middle of lockdown, you can't move. You're not allowed to move, you stay put. Yes, the landlord will have a damages claim against you if there's no rental paid in this time, unless obviously there's an agreement outside of that. However, if, that's, uh, if the lockdown is extended, you still can't move. So an extension of the lockdown doesn't change my answer. You can't move. Nobody can move until the end of lockdown. Yeah. And the yeah. landlord is allowed to cancel. So the reason for the cancellation is important here. Um, it, it shouldn't constitute an unfair practice. It must form part of the lease agreement. Even if cancellation is done, you can't move. Once you can move again, if you do not move, unfortunately, if the cancellation was done legally, you will be in illegal occupation and you may be evicted. So we want to avoid a situation like that. Unfortunately, I can't go and view properties during lockdown. Wouldn't constitute a reasonable defense to why you can't be evicted. So um, I'm sorry, I usually don't advise from this side of the question, um, but, but it's important to know. No. If there's a reasonable cancellation, even though you can't be evicted right now, you might be evicted because you might very well be in illegal occupation. Okay. Now, that is coming from the landlord side, right? Cancel the lease. And there are a few different reasons. Uh, does the lease allow for it? Flip it on its side. That's the landlord giving notice. Can a tenant, the question is, can you know, I'm a tenant and I do want to move out. Am I allowed to give notice and cancel my lease in the 21-day lockdown? Definitely. Remember, the provisions of Section 14 of the CPA still allows a tenant to give 20 business days notice of cancellation, then cancel and may that then move. However, if you give the notice, well, if you gave the notice far in advance, I'm impressed and I want to share your crystal ball with you. But okay. we didn't know. So none of the tenants um, would have ended the 20 business days can't end. Um, right now. It would mean that you give notice now in lockdown, which with all due respect might be a little silly right now because we need to stay put. We don't know if the lockdown will be extended. And with that in mind, I would just stay put until the lockdown is done because to to cancel now might be a little um, 
less uh, it might not be the best idea um, exactly. to cancel right now. I try to be diplomatic, but you see that. <laughs> uh, so we don't want to cancel right now. However, you're allowed to. You are still liable for rent up to the date that you can vacate the premises. Even if it's not rent, but it's in the form of holding over damages, you can't stay for free in a property because you can't move. While you are in the property, the landlord is entitled to a rental to the property. So, yes, tenants can definitely cancel, but you're going to have to stay put until the end of lockdown. And while you are staying put, you will pay holding over damages or rent in whichever form it is. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Silna. I am going to go over to Michelle and I'm going to come back to you for your last comment. Uh, we are going into the weekend. So think about a cool comment for our, for our listeners for this weekend coming. Okay. Um, so Michelle, just before I come to you, hey, Nigel, I can see a few guys have just joined us. Um, re repeating myself again, but if you haven't joined yet, join for free. Go to joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. This is where we're giving you all the updates as to how is COVID-19 affecting you as a property investor, landlord, or managing agent. We will have a lot of frequently asked questions and answers where our property practitioners have answered those questions for you. And more importantly, getting to watch all these replays, this is being recorded. The same as our one o'clock webinar on Tuesday and six o'clock, you can watch them all. It is available to everyone. And the more we can communicate and the more you understand what are you legally allowed to do and what are you not allowed to do is so, so important. Um, so coming to you, Michelle, um, based on what Silna was saying, uh, saying there, do you have any last comments on that, Michelle? I do, Andrew. I have one last comment, and that is 20 business days at the moment remains working days, Mondays to Fridays, excluding Saturdays, Sundays, and public holidays. But as the National Credit Regulators come out with their directive, suspending business days, um, the uh, Consumer Tribunal might come out with something similar, suspending business days, in which case your notice that you're giving now, say you give notice now and we continue to count working days as business days, excluding Saturdays, Sundays and public holidays. If they suspend business days during the lockdown period, the, the, um, the, the, the 20 business days will only start once lockdown has ended. So we must keep this in mind and we must keep the business days and how they relate to the Consumer Protection Act and the National Credit Act um, in mind. Sure. And Michelle, um, this kind of, I think we've kind of answered this question, but let's just go through a bit more process. It's about evicting tenants again. It's just coming right now. Um, would you please give the legal process and docs to use if my tenant doesn't pay rent on the 1st of April and doesn't want to sign the rent recovery documents? Is this still the normal procedure, letter of demand? Okay, so I'm going to start with where you would start with TPN, and then I'm going to hand over to Sona. In any event, TPN hands over to, to the attorneys at a certain point. So from TPN's perspective, if your tenant refuses to sign the rental recovery documents and does not pay rent on the 1st as it is due, then on the 2nd of the month, you would send out your uh, TPN letter of demand. And we'll start counting your 20 business days in terms of how many days prior to cancelling the lease at which point you're going to hand over to SSLR or your attorney, whichever they may be, in terms of your eviction process. Bearing in mind that those 20 business days at the moment remain in force. We haven't had any directive on those business days. TPN will continue to operate and will continue to send out letter of, uh, letter of demands um, during this period. Once we hand over to legal, Sona, you can take over. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thanks, I like this little tennis game. <laughs> yes, all right, so I agree with Michelle 100%. You still send your letter of demand. Um, like I said, when it comes to cancellation, I would rather suggest that I normally recommend that people do the letters of demand as well as the cancellation letters through the TPN system. Still do the letters of demand, please, and TPN is nice enough to have reduced their price to 50% on the um, letters of demand. So go to, to TPN, send the letters of demand. However, the cancellation letter, I would recommend that you just chat to us first before you cancel. Because the content, it seems like you agree, Michelle. <laughs> uh, so the content of the letter might be a little different. And the truth is, Look at you and I now making executive decision uh, decisions over the webinar, but I don't think we're going to change the cancellation letter to cater for this situation. It will have to be something that you discuss with us. Always welcome to call SSLR. We are working re remotely, but we are available. So you can go onto our website, get our contact details, talk to any one of our attorneys. We will talk you through it, and obviously we will not charge you unless we have to do actual work. So contact us, talk to us. Let's help you to get the cancellation done correctly because once we've cancelled, like I said earlier, we can cancel now. However, we can't evict now. What we can do, though, guys, is I want to beg everybody not to wait for the lockdown to be uplifted before you talk to your attorney to get an eviction done. reason why I'm saying this is if everybody has to rush to all the eviction attorneys around the country. The first day after lockdown, guys, it's going to be a delay. The courts are going to be delayed. Everything's going to be delayed. We ha already have a backlog. So talk to us now. We have more than enough time. You know, we can have Zoom consultations. Life is simple. Coffee meetings. Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> we carry on. But um, we can start drafting. So the moment lockdown is uplifted, our eviction applications can go out. So like TPN coming in with a 50% discount on the letters of demand, SSLR for everybody, our existing clients, as well as new clients on eviction, we're doing a flat 20% discount for everybody because we need to stimulate the market still. So when we come out of lockdown, we can place new uh, proper paying tenants into the properties. So yes, evictions will be delayed. Evictions will be delayed for quite some time because we're going to struggle to oh. get court dates afterwards. But talk to us because what we can also do is, in the meantime, mediate between the parties and see if we can, can find a solution, sign an agreement that the tenant will vacate the moment that lockdown is over, stuff like that. We're creative people. As much as lawyers are usually left-brain people, we have one of the most creative people as an attorney on this side of the screen, so we can do um, creative things in the meantime. Absolutely, Silna. And there's probably people wondering, but how do we get hold of you? Just so, just so our listeners know, if they go to safepropertynetwork.com, we, we have a menu called SAP and Connect. So they can go to SAP and Connect again, a free service, log in, um, and we can connect you to Silna Stain uh, um, and all of Silna Stain's attorneys. So please go to SAP and Connect, hashtag SAP and Connect, um, and we will connect you to Silna or Michelle if you need that help. I think a very good message from myself, Silna and Michelle, an important message is, yes, we're all at home, but it's all business as usual. 
the support is there. Um, so now I'm still running a virtual workshop this Sunday from nine o'clock to four o'clock. And the great thing is I can do it from home. So I'm still going to be educating people how to invest in property because this is my belief, Silna. We don't know how long this thing's going to last for. But my belief is that the time will come when we do control this virus. The time will come where I'll see you in a coffee shop again. That could be three weeks. That could be six weeks. That could be two months. No one knows, right? But the property industry is here to stay. Would you agree with that, Silna? 100%. Michelle and I just talked before we started and I said to her, I've never been this busy. I'm at home. <laughs> but, and she said the same thing. We've never been this busy. So everything is still carrying on. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So for the people that have just joined, just make sure you go to joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. We'll post that link on there for you now. And everyone take this, um, this website address. I'm going to ask my team to post this on Facebook now. Just have a quick look at www.com thepropertyacademy.co.za, thepropertyacademy.co.za. For those of you out there still wanting to learn more about property, that you sat at home, um, and I'm sure some people do have some time on their hands, and you want to learn more about the property strategies, how can we adapt as investors and think of you know one month, two months, three months ahead, how will we get back into the property market? What do we need to be thinking about? Our will this Sunday between 9 and 12, not 9 and 12, 9 and 4, be talking about all these different things. So have a look at the Property Academy. Um, and if you want to join us, join us. That will be fantastic. Now, Silna, what is one thing you'd like to leave our listeners for this weekend coming? What's one piece of advice that you'd like to give people? Oh, thanks, Andrew. You know what? I, every time you ask me this, I, I feel so inspirational. So it's day one, guys, and I must say it's scary. It's scary for all of us. But uh, I woke up this morning and, uh, well, actually, I stayed awake until 12 because for some reason I thought it's like New Year's. You have to wait for the lockdown to happen. So nothing weird happened. But I woke up this morning and I thought, okay, well, I'm here for 21 days. And for the first time in the 13 years I've been living, living in Joburg, I actually heard doves. And the thing is, they've been here all along. It's not like the doves magically appeared now. But let's get a little quiet and get back to what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, we should be busy. We should be doing things. But it's a perfect sure. opportunity to invest time in ourselves, just to center ourselves a little. Because once this virus is gone, guys, we are going to rock the industry on a whole new level. Absolutely. I completely agree with you, Silna. Thank you so much for your time today. And I'm sure you will be enjoying us again next week or the week after. We will see. Remember, any updates, Silna, you must WhatsApp me personally. <laughs> okay, will cool. do, of course. Thank you so much. Michelle, over to yourself. What is, um, what's one last thing you'd like to leave our listeners, be it your feelings, your, uh, your advice, or how are you feeling, Michelle, about all of this? So, Andrew, similar to, um, similar to Silna, I guess um, uh, what I'm taking away from this is this is not um, an extended summer holiday. Um, how do we stay um, ahead of this so that when we when when the lockdown ends, um, we're not coming out of this um, stunted um, and without direction? So for me, it's about creating goals. Um, what are my lockdown goals? Um, they are personal goals, they are business goals, they're family goals. What do I want to achieve in the next 21 days? And then staying focused in on how am I achieving them? Am I getting closer to them? Um, and keeping a little lockdown um, journal. So um, every day journaling about what happens, 
um, both in terms of the disease, in terms of the business, in terms of personal life, um, reminding myself back to how does that relate back to the goals that, that, that I'm setting. And those goals could even be from a tenant, landlord, investor perspective. Um, when this exits, um, my intention is to go out and there are going to be some good deals in the market maybe. What do those look like? Uh, what properties am I going to go see? Am I going to go and have a look at, um, at, at the different property uh, websites um, and, and look at some opportunities that, um, that may exist that I can look towards when lockdown's over? Absolutely, Michelle. I mean, right now as we speak, you know, I've got some personal coaching uh, students um, and we've got a group coaching session tomorrow, just about 10 people. And it's exactly that. In the next three weeks, sit back and Silna said it, be quiet, reflect on your life, maybe set some new goals. Business may change slightly how we do business in the future. There could be new opportunities, but the reality is, is that us as investors, the time will come in a month, two or three months time where we can go back out and view properties. And let's take this quiet time to get prepared for that. Everyone should be re-looking at their personal finances. Do they really need that DSTV? Do they really need those, what were luxuries, right? Where a lot of people now are going, actually, we don't need this anymore. So I think it's a time to reflect on per exactly what you said, personal finances, and take advantage of investing in yourself. Start working with other groups of property investors and say, when that day comes, in Silna City, we can rock this industry. Um, and so for, for the new people, and I can see there's quite a lot of new people. Remember just to visit jointsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. We'll get all the updates. Then go to thepropertyacademy.co.za. If you feel you still need some help with reviewing your property portfolio or you want some help with, with regards to setting new goals in property, if you want to be part of the group coaching, whatever it might be, visit the site and contact us. I will be running our first virtual workshop on Sunday. So check it out. We will post the link on there. And we will be back next Tuesday, ladies and gents, for another update uh, with how COVID-19 is affecting you as a professional property investor. So whether you own one property or you want to get into the market or you've got a, pro a property portfolio, it doesn't matter. We'll all be affected in the right way. And if we get any updates, I'm pretty sure, I don't know when, um, but I'm pretty sure next week, maybe the week after, we should start getting some more updates from the banks because there are a lot of questions about what are the banks going to do. This is what I do know. The banks will do something. What will they do? I don't know. I don't want to give you my opinion. We will give you the facts. When we get the actual facts from the banks, and we'll get it as soon as they're ready, we will then put another live uh, Facebook stream like this, probably Tuesday at 1 o'clock. We'll speak to our marketing department, and we'll then broadcast this live. And if we have any banking updates, we'll give it to you then. If not, as I said, maybe, maybe it's later that week or the week after. Otherwise, from my side, Michelle and Silna, thank you again. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And have a fantastic weekend. Ladies and gents, have a great weekend. Some of you, um, I can see on there, I will be joining you on Sunday for our virtual property workshop. God bless, stay safe, um, and spend some quality time with your family. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on Prop Chat, brought to you by SA Property Investors Network. Make sure you visit their website, www.sapropertynetwork.com, where you will find ebooks, webinars, newsletters, training videos, property assessment tools, event tickets, and much more. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so you'll never miss a show. SA Property Investors Network, a place where property investors meet. Connect today, expand tomorrow.